We are live, live, live. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today is Tuesday. 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 And we do have a topic for today. Yep. The topic for the day is, are you willing to pay? Are you willing to pay full price? Full price. For what you want. And we're going to talk about it. We will be right back in a moment. Give us a second. We will be right back. Good morning, my name is Brian McNeil. And I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN Network on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn, as well as Facebook Live. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Like, 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 like. Good morning, good morning. Once again, this is Let's Talk About It with the Empowerment Duo. I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And I am Brian Keith McNeil. And together we make up what's called the Empowerment Duo. We have a cool topic today. Yes. Are you willing to pay full price for full what you want? Full price for what you want. Now, that's so funny to me because there are some people who have that adage or that thought process. I don't pay full price for anything. I'm going to get a discount on everything I do. And there are some things where getting a discount and paying less than full price are possible. For example, like buying a car. You're not likely to pay the sticker price of the car. You're going to get a discount. And they price that in, so you're not really getting anything. Okay, They expect to be negotiated down, so they, they prepare for it by inflating rates on the sticker. Mm. Um, it's not a clean game. But anyway, in life, mm. to have a fit body, to have a successful marriage, to have a successful family, to have a successful business, there are some things you got to do. And there are some corners that you can't cut. And there's some corners that you cannot cut. And trying to cut those corners extends the journey and makes the journey more difficult. Trying to cut the corner. That's our thought process on that. That's what we're that's our opening salvo. So what say you? We talk about are you willing to pay full price? How you doing? Passa? Passa. I cannot. <laughs> I always you? love passa. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. You know. You know, he's Chef Rev to us. But uh, who's that? Steve Harvey, I think, did the joke about the church lady who made up a song on her way to church. Mm. And she wants everybody to sing along. <laughs> mm, mm, Giving honor mm. to God. Passer. Ever ones, ever ones. Good morning, Miss Phyllis. <laughs> good morning, Melissa. Thank you guys Good morning. Good morning, uh, Chef Rev. Good morning, Miss Phyllis. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning, Sister Brittany. What a beautiful post this morning she had. Yes, um, absolutely. Good morning. Good morning. Today's topic is, are you willing to pay full price? You know, um, one of our speaker, one of my speaker friend mentors, de facto mentors, I've met him twice, but he don't know who I am. Okay. His name is Zig Ziglar. And he used to talk about when he was in his seventies. Okay. Cause he's been a professional speaker since his like mid thirties, forties. Mm -hmm. And he said, when he was a young man, he said, I'm embarrassed to admit this to you now, but when I was a young man, what you doing? 
I'm looking for us on LinkedIn okay. so I can acknowledge our LinkedIn folks. He said, uh, when I was a young man, I used to put a strain in my voice and I used to put a hump in my back and I would <clears> say <throat> to my audiences, y'all going to have to pay the price. Hmm. Oh, what a bunch of baloney that was. That's what Zig Ziglar said. Because then he went on his riff of you enjoy the price that you must pay. Not, not pay. He said, you enjoy the price that you must pay for a happy marriage. You enjoy the price you must pay for a good business. You enjoy the price that you must pay for a fit body. You enjoy that price. It didn't say you get the discount that price, but instead of just paying as if paying is a painful thing, he was saying paying as if it could be an enjoyable thing. That it is part of the process. That it... Coffee? Can we make you some? No. Excuse Boy, me. did we have us a good night last night. Miss Phyllis, we had us a good night. Just so you guys know, we're going to talk about I'm going to pay the price, but yesterday morning I woke up with this thought, okay? I said, baby, now my wife was barely waking up when I said this to her. I said, baby, um, tonight um, after we finish everything, I'm going to um, drive away and then I'm going to drive back to the house and pretend that this is our first time getting together okay at your house i'm gonna pretend this is your house and i'm gonna pretend this is a dinner date at your house because we gotta eat dinner anyway and she just listened and she goes okay <laughs> <laughs> so, i didn't hear the first time part okay yes all right so because i wouldn't have never mind. yes you would have no <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so let me just tell you guys so so lisa said okay that's all she said so um, after my appointment was done, I said, okay, baby, I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to leave the house and drive around for about 20 minutes and I'm going to come. And I said, where you at? She goes, I'm getting ready for our date. I said, okay, cool. So I go down the stairs and I leave through the garage so that, because I didn't want to see her before the date, okay? Because we was, you know, we was role playing. This is our first time together. So I thought it was just date night. I didn't realize it was our first time. Okay, together. you thought but it was okay. just date night. So, go through the garage. I sit in the car for a little while. I didn't even drive away. I just sat in the car for about 10 minutes or so. It was a long time. It seemed long to you because anticipation was building. <laughs> it was only about 10 minutes in the car. Folks scrolling through YouTube, Facebook, waiting. Just put a little anticipation. So then I came around and knocked on the door and she opened the door and she already had on Sexy lingerie with a cover. I'm like, ooh, is that how you do your first date? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brittany says, Are you willing to pay the full price? Is a great topic. Okay. So we came in, and um, you know, I was trying to stay in character as if it was my first time in her home, nice home, and all that kind of stuff. And I, I lost character for just a moment. I flipped the lights on. She goes, No, I don't need the light to turn it back on because she had candlelight dinner set up. And uh, yeah, it is sweet, Brittany. So we had a candlelight dinner. There was leftovers, but it was good. And um, oh man, I don't know how much more I could tell. <laughs> but we ended the night the right way, and it was wonderful. I had a wonderful night last night. Wonderful day. We had a candlelight dinner. We had um, a lovely Chianti. <laughs> We had um, 
some nice music and mm-hmm. some great conversation. Yep, we had great conversation. That was the point. Dinner and conversation is what we said the dinner was for. The day was for. And that's what it was. It was very, very nice. But you know, Melissa. I didn't take my date upstairs. I took my husband upstairs. Don't even try it. <laughs> Don't even try it. Games being played that I got to know now. But anyway. Are you willing? Hey, Melissa, I ran my lines on her and my smooths got me upstairs in her place. I even went through the whole thing about, you know, I've had a couple of glasses of your wine here. I could lay here on your couch. It'll be fine. Yes. I went through all of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good morning, Jacqueline. I said, let me hang out on your couch for a little while. Uh, that's right. Keep your love alive. That's right. So that was a little spark. You know, we had fun with it. I had fun with it. I'm glad that you played along fully. And I'm also glad I didn't have to talk my wife into doing it either. No. Um, Dr. Beverly says I should be a governor so I could change the pace. And good morning, great morning. I'm having fun. Oh, good. Okay. So she could change the pace. A governor, like a governor on a car or something I like guess. that? Mm-hmm. Maybe. So anyway, that's not the topic. I was just sharing um, some fun from my life. Okay. But it is. It is part of the topic because okay, it's talking about getting to pay full price, right? There could be a time where... You have to get creative. I get it. Yeah. In order to keep the things that you want to have alive, paying full price is not only about money. It's about time. It's about creativity. It's about investments, and it's about the flexibility to realize when sometimes you need to do something different. That was beautiful tying it together because I didn't know how you were going to tie that together. <laughs> that fun night with paying the price, but yes, yeah, sometimes that's the price you must pay. For good marriage. I have a good marriage and nothing is more important to me than my wife and my marriage. Nothing. Okay. Nothing, no one. Amen. Melissa said uh, it should be with your wife Wednesday every Every day. day. (laughs) I thought about that. I saw that. I was like, I was about to read it out loud. I was like, every day though. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Beverly says, James Brown in one of his songs, he said, I should be governor so I can change the pace. Yeah. Okay. I'm a big, big, big James Brown fan. Thank you, Dr. Beverly, for that. Um, uh, That's right. Sister Jacqueline said, She said, Of course, I wake up on a love rated show. (laughs) You guys are the truth. I Um, love love rated. I love that. That should be one of the um, one of the ratings. (laughs) Love rated, yeah, because we got G rated for general audiences, we got R rated for whatever R stands for restricted, right? Yeah, but I thought it stood for. I don't know what it thought it stood for, but anyway, PG. Yeah, parental guidance. Oh yeah, yeah. So L rated for love. I mean, it's gonna be corny as heck. Is what it will probably end up gravitating too quickly. I don't but that's know. not the point. <laughs> the point is, are you willing to pay full price for what you want? Now, I think that that one of the the strongest part of that statement is for what you want. Because if it's not what you want, are you willing to pay full price? If it's not what you want, then it's always gonna seem too expensive. Exactly. It's always going to I have the most challenging time explaining that concept to, to people who don't understand selling. Like, if they don't fully understand what they're getting, no matter what number you say is too high. Right. You know, it's too high. You know, Good morning, it could be $50 because they don't understand what they're getting. 
So it's very important that you make sure that they understand what they're getting and you believe they understand that I have a hard time getting that concept across. And you would think I'd have that conquered by now. Yeah. <laughs> Jacqueline says, yes, a love rated inspired by the uh, empowerment duo. duo. Amen. And good morning, Julie Ray. Thank you for joining us this morning. So are you willing to pay the price? Full price. Full price. Yesterday also, not only did we have a wonderful evening where we were pretending it was our first time together. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I just was so smooth with my game. So anyway, we pretended it was our first time together, and it was a wonderful night. But um, before that um, was graduation night. I teach a course called the Sales Confidence Course, and it's a five-week curriculum. And last night was also graduation night. And um, so the the fifth session is what I call the big Q&A. It's the big Q&A where we tie up all the loose ends and we just check for understanding what every little thing. Mm-hmm. And I was doing that. And then one of the ladies said something that I thought we had covered fully well, but she had seemed to have forgotten it. So then I got this idea and I text Lisa. I said, come here, baby. And um, Lisa came right away. She came. She was looking great. She had on her hat. She looked wonderful when she came on the camera. I guess she was getting date ready already. No, I was not. I was still working. Well, you were looking good. Okay. Well, thank you. So. You must have had a, a live or something to do. <laughs> I was just happened to be working. So anyway, she came in looking good, looking good like my wife should. And um, so I asked Lisa to ask the people in the class what do they do for a living. And she went one by one. And I said, go ahead and give, your, give them your honest perspectives. And she did. It was really, really good and insightful. And it was different than me because they'd heard me for five weeks. Okay, so they heard another person, how she received it. And then I had Lisa test them again on something else like trying to get them to tell their rates before they were ready. And you were really, really good last night. And they appreciated her coming in. I appreciated her willingness to be by her husband's side and to back me up in my game. That was really cool. So that was also romantic before the day. I guess that could be considered romantic. I think so. Dr. Beverly says her daughter went to a particular store and she bought a name brand. She bought her. She brought Dr. Beverly a name brand purse. The lady behind the counter said to her, this purse costs $1,500. And my daughter called her the B word and said, what do you accept? Cash? And my daughter felt like she did something big when I told her how much commission she gave that B word lady. And to take it back and go somewhere else, well, where, where respect is considered. Absolutely. Life lessons happen all the time. Yeah. But to answer your question, Brian, yes, I will pay for the pay for the things that I want. I will pay for the things that I want, I need. I will pay for the things that I desire. And remember, bearing in mind that we're not only talking about paying the dollar sign price, but we're also paying the investment of time. Energy. Energy attention. and effort and attention mm-hmm. um, that sometimes we may take for granted when we're looking from a certain perspective or another. You know what? I want to have a, uh, I want to have abs. Let's say, for example, I want to have a six pack. Okay. Well, that's possible. Other people have six packs. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're all around you. You can get one. They don't usually have cheese on them. They don't usually have cheese on their six pack. <laughs> Anyway, on, their, on their food. That's right. So how do you get a six-pack? One thing is you got to cut out some things. You got to cut out some things. That's part of the price. Things, right. Like alcohol and sweets. 
and extra cheese and cheese in general, probably. Mm -hmm. You got to cut out bread. And then you got to include some things. And you got to include things. You got to include a lot of exercise, which includes cardiovascular work, as well as weight training, as well as uh, resistance training with your own body work. You got to do some crunches. Right. So, okay. uh, so those are some of the some so, of the prices that so go along with that. someone says they want a six pack, but they're not willing to do crunches or change their diet in any way. That means they're not willing to pay the price. That means they really don't even deserve it. Mm. You don't even deserve it unless you're willing to pay the price. Mm. Yep. And you have to be the kind of person that deserves everything you get. I tell my sons, life is not a gift shop. You have to earn everything. Wow. You get what you deserve. Mm -hmm. You get what you deserve. Which is why you have to be the kind of person that deserves the business that you're asking for. The business that you dare ask for, you have to earn that business. You have to earn it. You know, I used to tell my salespeople, I thought it was a fair fight if the clients made me work real, real hard to get their business. Hmm. I thought that was fair. Okay. They have every right to make me work real hard. They have every right to make me have to overcome objections. I thought that was fair for them to force me to have to overcome objections instead of just make it easy for me. I didn't begrudge it at all. That means I had to be good enough to get their business. I had to earn those dollars. Uh, Dr. Beverly goes on to say, my payment these days are the investments for my future, That's my right. time, my thought, That's my right. energy, my revolution, my resets. They're all investments for my future. Yeah. And and the I, I like that, Dr. Beverly. And I also like the willingness to pay the willingness to do it, okay? Uh, it's such a natural analogy about fitness, though. If you want to be big and strong, you got to be willing to do a push-up. Uh, go ahead, Chef Rev. He says, go ahead, Brian. He says, paying the full price gives you access to the potential possibility of an unexpected outcome. Hmm. I'm all in with explanation points. Man, there is so much meat on that bone. Not only, and that's true too, because when you're willing to pay full price, when you're willing to do that, you often get more benefits, um, ancillary benefits, mm -hmm. than what you had went for in the first place. That can come. There's the potential possibility of an unexpected outcome. You get other things too. It's like the debate um, free weights versus machine lifting. Okay. Now, free weights, let's say a bench press on free weights. And the bench press on a machine. The machine is going to control all of the movements, and you're going to end up working just the muscles that you designed to work. I'm working my pecs and my shoulders and some biceps, okay, and little tries, okay, but mostly pecs and shoulders doing the bench press, okay? That's what it's going to work. On the machine. On a machine. Exactly that. But on a free weight on a bench, now you got to balance yourself on that bench. Okay, you also got to engage your core, your midsection, to keep yourself in the right position. And if one of your arms happens to be a little bit stronger than the other, you got to compensate and you got to use other muscles that the machine doesn't force you to do. So you end up working other things because you chose to do a free weight instead of versus a machine, which gives you unexpected benefits. And you can look at a machine body versus a free weight body. I used to be in the gym business, if y'all didn't know. Dr. Beverly mm -hmm. says, um, am I am I reading too much? Yes, no, I okay. want you to read it. Dr. Beverly says, my greatest six-pack comes 
when I invest in others because I believe in them and I believe in what they do and I also want them to succeed. Amen. There was this um, after-school special I remember. You know, remember after-school specials? And there was this one girl, a uh, little black girl in the hood, and a genie comes, a person comes in the form of genie and says, you can have three wishes, okay? And she goes, okay, I'm going to test this. Okay, I want a whole lot of pretty clothes, is what the girl said. And pretty clothes just came out of everywhere. She, uh, they were in her drawer, they were in her closet, it was all over, a whole lot of pretty clothes. Mm -hmm. And her older sister, her mom's like, where did you steal all these clothes from? She goes, I didn't steal them, I just got them. How did you steal all these clothes? And her older sister's wearing them and everything. And then she wanted something else for herself, too. And then the last thing Good morning, Felicia. Um, she did for other people, and she told her, Jeannie, I find that my wishes worked out a whole lot better when I help other people with my wishes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they did for her. That was the point of the after-school special. I'm sure I shortcut it a whole lot. Okay. <laughs> it just went back to yesterday's topic, which is we have but one purpose. Ooh, I loved yesterday's show. If y'all weren't here yesterday, y'all missed a good one. It really was a good one, but we do have a one purpose. One purpose is to serve others and glorify God. And glorify God. That's it. The singular purpose that we all have to serve others and glorify God. I don't know why I'm fidgeting. I don't know what you're doing with it either. I'm just fidgeting and it's not fitting right. It's not doing what I want it to do. That's what I thought the challenge was. It's not doing what you want it to do. But today's topic is, are you willing to pay full price for what you want? Okay. I want to be, a, I want to have a catering business. Okay. You can have a catering business. It doesn't just come out of the sky. You got to I don't take really like steps. talking to people. Yeah. I, I just like cooking. I don't really like talking to people. I want a catering business, but I don't like talking to people. That's part of the price you got to pay. You got to <laughs> come out of your shell for that. Okay. Good morning, Brother Mark. Thank you for joining us this morning. Oh, Melissa, you're getting a whole song card written up here today. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Mark Greer, good morning to you, sir. Are you willing to pay full price for what you want? I always love to lean on the Zig Ziglar. You don't pay the price for good. You enjoy the price you must pay for the good. I'm going to ask everybody, um, I'm going to ask everybody for prayers today for my wonderful admin many of you have received emails from her from me or whatever but um right now she is uh she is having some challenges and we are asking for prayer her name is Badara Tabinda mm -hmm. and I'm asking you to set and that's actually why I wore my cover today as well because she sent that she to gave you this to me yes from, where did it come from she's in um Pakistan Pakistan so and this I is love it. this is from Pakistan mm-hmm and Lisa's admin sent her this gift. Yes, and I love it. I absolutely love it. But I do want you to pray for her. I want you to pray that God sends her healing and healthy baby and that everything um, works together for good, that she takes rest and that... For healing and a healthy baby. Yes. Okay. For healing and for a healthy baby. She just needs rest and she needs some growth and she needs some touching and we just need everybody to just continue to send love and light her way. All right. Um, that's what we're talking about today. Are you willing to pay full price for what you want? Because um, so many things in life, we don't want to pay full price for. Sister Jacqueline, yes, I'm willing to pay full price. I pay what I must. It is how I pay it forward for my future. 
my harvest and, and I always get overflow and I can continue to bless others. I love giving to others. Man, some of you guys are going to remember this movie I'm bringing up. Um, Martin Lawrence was in it. Okay. He was a young Martin Lawrence was in it. And, um, and he goes to this record store to buy record. He's a DJ in the movie and thing. And he goes to the record store to buy, buy stuff. I think it's one of the house parties, like house party, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, 19, whatever it was, one of the house parties. And then at the end, near the end, uh, Martin pays full price for the album that he wants. Now the clerk had never been accustomed to this guy paying full price. The guy, I was like, man, can I get a break on this, that? And he goes, sometimes you got to pay what you owe. Sometimes you got to pay what you owe. Brother Mark says, definitely nothing comes without a cost. There are times you will need to sacrifice a piece of you to achieve what is destined for you. Amen. Thank you, um, Felicia, for sending uh, prayers for Badong for and healing a healthy, and healthy an anointed, anointed baby. baby. Amen. Thank you, Jacqueline, for sending love and light and prayers. Amen. We happen to know that prayers work. We've seen it time and time again. Um, come on, man. Praying for others, we've seen it time and time again. And it worked fast. We've seen it work fast, y'all. So today's topic, I like today's topic. I love what we talked about yesterday, too. Um, I just want to say this one more thing about what we talked about yesterday on the show. Yesterday, we talked about um, purpose and um, what's the other thing we talked about? Calling. Calling your purpose and your calling. And what we all agreed was we have but one purpose, to serve others and glorify God. Love that. And the calling definition, we came up with a beautiful definition of a calling. Absolutely. I want to say you guys brought it home yesterday talking about the calling and what your calling actually is. At least is looking for it now. She remembers, if she finds that thing, we're going to read it again because I thought it was just too good not to talk about. I love that definition. Is it this sure. it right here? Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. I love it. So Merriam-Webster defines the calling as a strong inner impulse toward a particular course of action, especially when accompanied by conviction of divine influence. I like the definition the way Webster laid it out, but I also loved how we, as a circle of, of believers, exegeted that and came up with something that meant something to us. Thank you, Dr. Beverly. It's B-A-D-A-R. B-A-D-A-R, but thank you. <laughs> she said, I, I hope the spelling is correct. It's B-A-D-A-R, Badar. And um, she's being overlooked right now, and I'm just grateful that she is um, in good spirits, and I just ask you to send love and light her way. Sending, sending, sending. Is there anything that you want? Is there anything that you want to do? Is there any place that you want to go? Is there any kind of thing that you want to become? If there's anything that you want to do, be, have, go. How willing are you to invest in it? Because it's so easy to say, I want to go to Puerto Rico. Okay. You can go to Puerto Rico. Easy to say. Okay. Now to do that, what has to happen first? Okay. What do we have to do first? We got to earn some money. We got to save some money. How many of you guys know that whenever you move into a new home, whether it's across town or whatever, the days that you move in, you need some money. <laughs> you need some money on those days because expenses come out of the sky and out of the walls. Yeah. You need some money for stuff. 
oh, I didn't realize I needed a bigger trash can or something. But you need to spend money when you move into a new place. And we're going to move a long way away from here. We're going to move from Charlotte to Puerto Rico. So we need some money when we go in there. We need a place to land when we get there. There's some preparation that has to take place. And are you willing to pay that price, Lisa? Are you willing to pay that price, Lisa? <laughs> um, <laughs> Dr. Beverly says you have to get a money jar first because I'm going. <laughs> I'm telling you, you guys think we joking, and, and I don't think y'all are joking either. When Dr. Beverly says that, Dr. Deborah says that, Brittany says that, any of you guys who say y'all coming, we're going to receive you. We want you to come. Am I right, baby? Yes, of course. Are there any of these people that you don't want to come visit us in Puerto Rico? No. Okay. That's what it's for. That's what it's going to be for, is to give you, um, Dr. Beverly, a place to land when you come visit Puerto Rico. You're going to come hang out with us. Let's hang out with us. Because you are people. You are people. What are you willing to give? <laughs> um, I think a lot of, one of the really main things that I am identifying uh, for a lot of people, because I, I have quite a few authors that are coming to fruition via this this quarter, this, this being the last quarter. And what I need is for them, all right, Felicia, come on. Felicia. Come on, baby. <laughs> I need for them to understand that they get to give time and they get to give themselves the opportunity to learn strategy because so many people are publishing books now, whether they publish them with me or not. And they think that that's the end all be all that it's available. And now the world is going to buy it and they're going to live and be well after that. All right, I'm about to get on your case. Okay. Did you post? Your event for next week? No, but I did. Whoa, whoa. Did you create your event for next week? Yeah. You created it where? I created it in uh, the landing page tool. And where else? Did you put it on Eventbrite? No, I did not. That's not my job. All right. All right. Hold on. Now, my brilliant wife. By the way, on our first date last night, I was able to sit down and talk with her as if it was the first date. I discovered, I rediscovered again. This woman is really, really smart, and she's really got some really, really deep and high-minded thoughts. She's giving me first date kind of conversation, you know, about bigger things. It was beautiful. It was really beautiful. But anyway, yes, you did. <laughs> we had our first date last night, y'all. We had our first date last night, and Brother Brian got lucky. But anyway, um... <laughs> On our first date last night, and the night ended well. So anyway, um, I'm trying to get this out. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here's why I need my people that know and love us, know and love me, know and love Lisa. We're going to encourage Lisa to not put it off one more week. She has got to give a live webinar next week, Lisa, about- Thursday. Okay. Don't put it off because that's because she came down to talk to me about it yesterday and we decided and then I heard her hemming and hawing. So I don't want us to let her hem and haw. Thursday, you giving a webinar. What's the title of it? Here's all of the details. Say it. Say it. It is. I wrote a book. Now what? I wrote a book. Now what? That's going to be the webinar. What to do after the book is written. That's what the webinar is going to be. 
It's going to be a free webinar and it's going to lead into her curriculums. Okay. But we're not going to let Lisa not do it next week, baby. I am planning to do it. It's all written out. I had to design the flyer and design this, uh -huh. all this other stuff. Y'all heard her? Okay. Um, Dr. Beverly says, writing a book is like opening a can of soda. You get a first, um, you get a first choose the material, choose the soda. Then you have to open the can of soda, open the book to the world and then create and then create. It's like quenching the thirst of people who have been waiting for your book. That's true. That's true. That's true. Let me say this about that. Okay. Um, we ha I have a great friend here in Charlotte. His name is Steve. And Steve told me one time, he says, Brian, I know about 50 people that have written books and none of them know what to do about it. None of them have anything, any idea what to do with the book. Most people don't. And then like last year, I think last year, a couple of years ago, I was talking to Steve. I was about to tell him something else. I said, Steve, remember when you told me that you knew 50 people that had written books and none of them have any idea what to do with it? And I was up opening my mouth to say something else. He goes, actually, Brian, by now, it's at least 100 people that I know personally that have written books and none of them have any idea what to do with it, okay? And that stuck with me because I believe this is a man of high, high integrity, and I believe he was telling the truth. Mm -hmm. So this webinar, introduce it, baby. So I was, but every time I got ready to say something, you kept talking. All right, well, now the floor is here, so now you can. So, Dr. Beverly, <laughs> I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with what you say, but a lot of times what happens is people don't understand. That's, that's a great metaphor, but they don't understand what the philosophy is of implementation. And also, they are a lot of people who have written books who are obscure, who simply do not have a following and don't know how to go about getting one. And it really is important to understand that a book is a part of a paradigm. And also that list building is an important element of that. There are things that you need to do before you publish, once you publish, after you publish, and there are ways to gain, um, to gain interest in your project that you can utilize to help to move it forward. Amen, amen. And um, the following people, even people who have a following, no one's following is big enough by itself. You have to keep building your following. Keep well, and know how to properly leverage your following. And how I was, to leverage it. I was reviewing. Um, let me get Dr. Jacqueline in here. For, let me Jacqueline in here first. She goes, bueno, bueno, muy bueno. Love to travel and visiting the Empowerment Door and PR will be wonderful. And sister, we would love, 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 love to receive you in Puerto Rico because you are people too. Like that. <laughs> absolutely. I want this. I want this. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I am looking forward to teaching a webinar on Thursday. It will be Thursday at 7 p.m. Uh, this coming Thursday, registration will go live tomorrow. You'll receive an email if you're already a part of the Empowerment Circle. You don't have to worry about where do I find it? It'll be on places like Eventbrite, but it'll also be in your email box if you're a part of the Empowerment Circle. If you're not, then just go to bit.ly slash empowerment2021 to get on the list. There's no cost to be a part of the Empowerment Circle, and we look forward when to that, when having that come you out? there. 
it typically comes out weekly on Mondays. This upcoming Monday, you can expect it. Um, but it'll come out this week. It'll come out this week. Okay. Yeah, we had to shift things because um, things weren't ready and Madar wasn't feeling well. Oh, man. That's true. That's true. Uh, do we have time to put in my Wednesday event? Sure. Okay. Um, I did this last year and uh, it's coming up again. There are, and Lisa and I have been working together. So when I look at the, the journey that Lisa and I have been on, most of my experiences are shared experiences with my wife. More than 90% of the cool stuff I've done since 2016, 15, have been with Lisa. Okay. And so she's seen this happen a bunch of times, what I'm about to say. She's seen people that work in healing and with energy and Reiki and um, all kinds of healing energy light workers she's witnessed along my side alongside me those people that offer a valuable service and healing actually can be completely flummoxed as to how to tell people what they do they have no idea how to tell people what they do and consequently most of them have to maintain jobs because they can't earn enough as a healer even even masters of it the people that we know that are going to get become Reiki masters where they can certify other Reiki instructors, those people can't earn full-time living either that I have seen. I've seen women cry because they can't let people explain what they do so they can't earn enough. I've seen it over and over again. So next Wednesday night at 7 p.m., I'm going to continue my series of the four onlys. I've been doing these sales training workshops for only, industry-specific for only. So for this next Wednesday, I'm going to do one for healers, light workers, and energy healers. I'm going to call it something sexy, but it's going to be just for those types of people. So if you know people like that, Dr. Deborah actually was at the one I did last year. I did one last year, a webinar for them. Dr. Deborah attended, I remember. Um, but I'm doing it bigger now. I'm doing it a little bit better than I was last year. I've evolved. So I'm doing it for only series next Wednesday night at 7 p.m. And you, uh, once again, these uh, the links and the invitations for these will be included in the newsletter. If you're not a member of the Empowerment Circle, you can become one. doesn't take anything. But Speaking of Dr. Deborah. Go to bit.ly slash empowerment2021 to get on the mailing list. Amen. Yes, Lisa. Um, that Lisa. seminar is needed once you've written the book, then publish it. Now what? The book is a tool to enhance and promote your business. It is a source of income or so much more. Lisa, it's so needed. Amen. You're I, right, I'm Sister Felicia. Um, that. I like to think of your book as a key. Your book, I promise you, are can open doors that only your book can open. I am sure that when that school system booked me to give those two workshops and they paid me all of that money that I didn't think they had, they paid me all that money because I had books. That was it, you know. Because when you were there when they um, we negotiated, because at first I was thinking, look, I'm gonna tell you this right, but I'm not sure. And he goes, "You're right. Well, we don't have the money." And I was like, "Okay, cool." And he goes, "Well, we could find the money from such and such department and take a little bit from this department, that department." They found the money, and they found the money. I'm sure because I had books, because they wanted to talk about my books being part of the program. You got to have them. If you're a subject matter expert, if you have content, original thoughts, you got to publish. You just got to. You have to publish. So I am, uh, I have been investing some additional time 
into time and money because I actually paid for some courses that I'm in the middle of. But um, I also invested in a new book that I didn't know you had already read and mm -hmm. I am really, really enjoying it. We've read it together, The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino, but there's actually a part two to that book. Mm -hmm. And I am enraptured by that book. She is. Uh, of course, I've read the book, um, but I hadn't shared it with her, but she discovered it on her own. Um, again, that was one of the most endearing things when Lisa was trying to get me to be her man. Um, she was willing to read the books that I suggested. And I, man, I had never met anybody like that. I suggested when I was a book. trying to get him to be my man. <laughs> I had I never met a woman flying to Charlotte from Greensboro. I had never met a woman like that before where I could suggest a book and then she would actually read the book that I suggested. Wow. That was amazing. But anyway, um, the book is called The Greatest Sales in the World Part Two by Augmandino. And Lisa's listening to the audio version of it loudly when she's doing anything. She's be cooking or working around here. So I hear it all the time. And if I'm not ready to hear that at that moment, it doesn't matter because she's going to play it. You see how she's taking in all this air right now, y'all? <laughs> One of the lessons that really resonated with me was after having accumulated so much success as a salesman, mm -hmm. after accumulating so much success <laughs> yes, in did. his community and being a sought-after individual for those things, he went through the necessary lengths to also become a good speaker. And that's one of the things that I often try to express to many of my authors, the importance of knowing how to speak because all of them think they can speak. All of them think that if I can string five sentences together, if I can get people to say rah, rah, then I can be a good speaker. But I was really, really particularly enraptured by the point where the um the the coach if you will reminded him that yes i got both of them on audible reminded him that he had to take the people on a journey of before his success mm -hmm. and he had to take take people on an emotional journey otherwise they were going to consistently look at him as the person as if he never had anything wrong. With the silver spoon in right. his mouth, with no issues and no problems. And it's a lot more difficult to apply knowledge from someone who you don't feel has gone through the adversity that might have touched you. Paid the price. He paid the price. Um, and it's hard to accept when you think someone hasn't paid the price, which is why I'm very transparent. I had to start from zero with this. I did not accumulate a following the first day. I did not know how to give a talk the first day. I did not understand the importance of vulnerability and transparency in sharing a story until I took the time to learn these things. There's so much um, in an attempt to shortcut the process. There are some things you can do to shortcut by like hiring a coach or taking a class or, or or going through a curriculum will shortcut your productivity curve. It'll take you less time to become productive if you're willing to take that class or take that coaching. That's true. But some things you cannot shortcut. Uh, you just can't. You're going to have to put in some time. 
Okay, there are things that, uh, again, going back to my friend Steve, what you gain by staying in your game for a long time, by being in what you do for years, what you gain is depth, depth. You can have surface knowledge by taking a class, but you don't have depth because you haven't been doing it long enough. Mm -hmm. Like a tree, the longer the tree is alive, the more depth the root structure becomes. And that tree can pull back on, that tree can withstand more because it has more grounding, more rooting, more nutrients that it could pull back on. You know, I've been corrected by that, by, by I might have been Steve again, when I was saying I could teach people how to tell their story better than I could in about 15 to 20 minutes. And he says, no, you can't. You could teach them how to do it, but you can't teach them how to do it better than you because they haven't done it long enough. They don't have enough depth yet. Right. Jacqueline goes on to say, I did a conference in 2000 and was doing parenting workshops in the city found a young lady wanted to be a caterer. So I hired her to be in charge of the snacks for the conference. And she started crying. She could not believe she could experience her heart's desire. Mm. I pay attention to people. You tell me what you want. Let's get it done. Love doing my gift, building others up. Amen. Thank you for sharing that, Sister Jacqueline. Um, (coughs) For those of you who have watched Dave Chappelle's The Closer, he tells a story about he gave this transgender um, comedian a chance to open for him. And it's a very interesting story, the way he tells it. Do you know how much firestorm he's under right now behind that closer? There's so many organizations and groups trying to get Netflix to pull it. I don't watch news and I um, and I, I don't... You don't watch news? I don't watch news either anymore. But I found this out. It's hard to get away from it. Yeah. I Well, it's, it's, I think it's not as hard for me because there are certain things that your phone will bring to you mm-hmm. based on your habits. And my phone will like, what? why would I bring that to her? I get it. <laughs> it doesn't I get even it. make sense. But <laughs> even, I mean, so many organizations are trying to get that pulled because they're offended. Yeah, and they're misoffended because he was very clear, very, very clear about the purpose of that particular joke. He was very, very clear about the purpose of everything. If they want to be offended, let the white people be offended because that's who he's offending. Yes. Not, not the LBTQ, ABCs or anything else. No. These are black people organizations are pissed off at him yeah, too. Yeah, because they're misunderstanding. I don't know what they're doing anyway, but anyway. they have a right to their own opinion. So anyway, today's topic was, are you willing to pay full price? Yes. And uh, we do want to do greeting songs. Um, today, particularly because we got Melissa Price and Mark Greer here and Chef Rev here and Sister Felicia, Dr. Deborah. So if you don't know, this is your first time visiting us. Um, Her name is Lisa Santiago McNeil. His name is Brian K. McNeil. And together we make up what's called the Empowerment Duo. This show has been going Monday through Friday since October of 2016. Yes, yes, yes. More than 2,000 episodes later, we're here right now in this moment. And this show does have a purpose. We talk about personal conversations here. Business information. And spiritual inspiration here. With a little bit of shenanigans thrown in. That's what the show's about. Together, we have an expressed ministry. Our expressed ministry is... Economic independence. Through... Entrepreneurship. That's it. That's what we're about. That's what we do. That's what the show's about. Now, some of you guys like Melissa Price and, M- and Miss Phyllis been rocking with us for years on this show. Melissa is very happy. She is ready to go. She <laughs> says, I'm feeling under a groove. 
She got her dancing shoes on, her microphone Let's get ready. These jams going. She is ready. Blah blah blah, Brian. Let's bring on the jams. <laughs> Dr. Beverly says the newspaper said the Netflix is not going to pull it. Okay, cool. But I know what people are whining about it. But anyway, um, so what we do is we like to thank people that have been consistent contributors, like um Pastor George Allen. They're consistent contributors to the show with a greeting song or a greeting logo. And it goes a little something like this. He's up first today, actually. Yes. And his jam is, because <clears throat> he's actually a, a caterer and a chef as well, and his jam goes, um, why must I eat like that? Why not hire Chef Rev? He puts the good food in me. Not, 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 Chef Rev said his what? wife was singing his song Saturday morning. I Even love your it. anniversary just passed uh Recently, I can't remember, but happy anniversary if it was. I love that Chef Rev's wife was singing, Why must I eat like that? Why not hire Chef Rev? He puts the good food <laughs> in there. Love it, love it. Miss Phyllis morning, is here. Miss Phyllis. Miss Phyllis is one of our soldiers, one of our good friends on this show. Um, Miss Phyllis is here. So clear the way. Miss Phyllis is here. Now we can all have a great day. Good morning, Miss Phyllis. How are you? Hey, Miss Phyllis. Now, get that water. I ain't even gonna sprint this morning. Melissa Price, is, Melissa Price has a job here. She's not only been with us um, amongst the longest of anybody, but she also is the head usher of this show. Melissa Price will bring them out, bring them out, but her jam is... <clears throat> Melissa's home. Now it's time for us to sing her song, Melissa's Home. Good morning, Miss Melissa Price. <coughs> Melissa, do your daughters ever do Melissa's Home? Does your husband <laughs> ever go Melissa's Home? <laughs> it's Brittany's here, honey. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. Brittany Thomas is Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. Brittany. It's your time. It's your time. Yeah. Shouts out again to Brittany Thomas with her Brittany beautiful. Brittany sent out some powerful prayers, declarations last night, and some powerful declarations this morning. I'm standing in faith with you, Brittany, and believing God for those things. Amen. Brittany, what a beautiful couple of days you've had because she has been bold enough to ask her heavenly father for blessings for her business. He gave her some direction and she was bold enough to take steps in that direction. And she's been blessed financially immediately. So that's amen, amazing. amen, amen, amen. Oh, uh, Dr. Jefferson is glad I joined. Sounds like something good is coming. Uh-huh. We're going to see who's up next. Uh, Jacqueline. Doc, okay. According to Jacqueline. Okay. Go ahead. Jacqueline Rosier. Pretty little girl that I, I adore. adore. You're the only one my heart, heart beats for. I'm so glad that you are mine. Good morning, Miss Jacqueline Rosier. Miss Brittany, we did Brittany. Um, Dr. Beverly, we, we do Dr. No, we didn't. Dr. Beverly is on the show. Good morning, Dr. Beverly. Please don't shake the table or knock the table. It makes the video bounce. I got to figure out how to do something about that because I know you're cons you're consistent to doing it. And? Julie Ray Hammond Trey. Because I don't care about that. <laughs> I don't mind the shaking the moment. I do. Why? Because it affects the quality of the video in the can. Okay. Julie Ray Hammond Tree. 
Find out what she means to me. Julie Ray Hamantry. Find out what she means to me. Hey. Good morning, Julie. How you doing? Hey, Julie Ray. Hey, Julie Ray. You done scrolling? Because you wasn't doing it. Well, I was trying to hold myself back. Hold your mule. Okay, uh, Miss Felicia Gardner's here. Felicia, we, we love you. You're the one, the one for me. Come on, Miss Felicia. Brian was singing last night. Oh, oh no, my goodness. Nah, he was singing. I was not. Nah, nah, nah. He was serenading. Nah, I have to nah, tell y'all. Nah, nah. When Brian is nah, singing nah, nah. and he is not. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Worrying about singing, <laughs> he sings so beautifully. I was just trying to get some. That's all. I'm not listening to you. I'm not listening to you. Um, I wasn't singing. I was just demanding real hard. No, he, he was not. Um, he was not. He um, was not. He was not. What's up, Beverly? Talking about uh, Brittany Thomas. Please forgive me for neglecting you. I believe the first Wednesday of the month is cerebral palsy recognition. I'm not recognizing you for that because you are a total winner because where did I leave my spot? You are a part of that for a short time. Just want you to know I appreciate you for the hard work you do, and I love you. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for saying so. Brittany Thomas, we remember when you first came on the show. Girl, from the moment you came on the show to now, you have been an important part of the show. Yes, Brittany, you are very, very important to us. Melissa Price, how are you feeling this week, Julie Ray Hammondry? We've been praying for you at night. Amen. How about that? But Julie, I hope you were here to see that Melissa Price has been praying for you guys. Felicia Gardner, he was begging real good. Oh, my God. I didn't go to Keith Sweat route. But <laughs> he didn't go to Keith Sweat, but he was singing beautifully. Uh, Brittany does say thank really you guys like for Keith purchasing Sweat. my products and books. The support is amazing. He was Brian McKnight me last night. My God, no, I wasn't. Yes, he was. Nah, that wasn't me. <laughs> uh, Mark Greer is here, and I'm out of coffee. <clears throat> so wide you can't get around it. So low you can't get under it. So high you can't get over it. Mark Greer is under a groove. He's getting down just for the funk of it. Mark Greer is under a groove. Nothing can stop us now. Good morning, Brother Mark. How you doing? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Miss Katura Green is here. Hey, Katura. Back to life. Back to Katura Green. However, do you want it? However, However do you need it? Do you need it? <laughs> See how you did that without banging on the I don't the like table? it as much. I like the table. You much did a better. great job. Okay. But I like the. You did a it's great job. Yes, it is. Gonna but shake. If I don't hit, hit it hit so hard, it won't. I think that's it. Oh, Stephanie, I didn't even see you. Is Dr. that Stephanie Deborah? Morris? Yes. And Dr. Do Dr. Deborah first. Dr. Deborah healing and deliverance coach. Mm -hmm. I need a snare drum is what I need with a stick with a drumstick like that. I don't need any more clutter in my <laughs> office. I do not. Thank you very much. Stephanie. Stephanie. Life has new meaning to me. There is beauty up above and, and things, things we, we never, never take, take notice of. of. 
you wake up and Stephanie, Stephanie you're in love. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Good morning, Stephanie Morris. What's up, girl? Hey, man. Brittany says, thank you for purchasing my products and books. The support is amazing. And she says, oh, yeah, I'm going to walk sooner than everyone thinks. My time is definitely winding up for this wheelchair. I believe everything you say, Brittany. And Stephanie Mars says, love you guys. We love you back. Love you back. I got that. um, Someone said that to me yesterday. I made a post with Lisa and I, and she just said, this lady, she doesn't, she's never met us in person. She's not on this show, never been on this show. She goes, I just love you guys. And that was nice because where did she get that feeling from? I don't know. Why does she love us? I don't know. It's something, either the consistency of something we've done or seen that she's picked up on, that she's received. I thought it was nice. Well, I do love you. I love you too, but she says she loved us. And I know. I think that our love for each other is apparent. And I think that people see the love that we have for each other, and it makes them, I, I think, and this is just from some things I've heard, I think that it makes some people have faith in love. Mm. Okay, That's not my job. That, that's not my job to make you have faith in love. But I'm grateful that the love and the understanding that we have for one another can inspire that. That's nice. Uh, for this, we got to get out of here. Felicia says, that's what um, that's what this amazing community does. We support each other. Empowerment duo community love. Dr. Beverly says, it sounds like they're about to get on the groove. Okay. We did pretty good last night. Um, it was so good, Dr. Beverly. I got up, went to the grocery store this morning, bought some shrimp that's already been peeled and divined and some grits and some onions and peppers mix. Chef Rev, he's going to make me a brunch today. And, um, some sh- some sharp shredded 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 cheese. So I'm gonna make um cheesy shrimp grits this morning. Okay. I don't need cheese in it. You don't need cheese in it. Okay, so I leave the cheese out. Yeah. But I'll make some shrimp and grits. Okay. Now I know Chef Rev can his would probably put mine to shame, but that's my plan this morning. Okay. <laughs> you guys take care. Have a great rest. But of we the day. love you. We look forward to seeing you on tomorrow. And um, don't forget to have sex. Peace.